You're still listening to the broadcast from Save Across America on this Anchor FM station. Claris 107.5, Lily Mac, BCAA, Broadcast Crusade Across America, BCAA International, and BCAA Youth Program. But part of the segment of the international program is what we call, no, I never called it. Started out some years ago on radio station WBFG 107.5, where we used to do a one hour Bible reading and conversation. We played this song right here. And the listeners started calling it All in the Vessel. We called it a Bible discussion and study, but the people called it All in the Vessel. So, with that in mind, I want to share with you today the third chapter of the book of Malachi. And what it says is this. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom he seek shall suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts, but who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appear? For he's like a refiner and like full of soap. And he shall sit as a refiner and repurifier of silver and gold. And shall purify the sons of Levi. Now what he's talking about here, now I'm not adding any scriptures to it, I'm just putting a little intervention in here to make it known to you what he means. Or what the scripture means. And what it means is that the preachers, see Levi, Levites were priests. So he's talking about us preachers now. So he's going to purify the preachers. He's going to purge them. He's going to make them pure. How are they going to do that? You're going to have to drop off every weight and everything that's not like God and preach the unadulterated and unaltered gospel of Jesus Christ. And it says in the third verse, And he shall sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. And he's going to purify them as silver and gold, which means that it's going to take all the imperfections out, all of the uh, problems, all of the false doctrine, all of the false beliefs, all of the wives' tales, and all of the fake Christianity. It's going to purify you. That's going to boil it out of you. It's going to take it out of you. How does he do that in our life? Through situations we get ourselves in. Drug addiction, sex addiction, greed, graft, corruption. He's going to take all that away from us, even though we seem to think that that is what's going on. And that's the right thing. But what he says here in the fourth chapter, Then shall the offering of Judah and Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord, as in the days of old. And as in the former years. Notice here he's talking about two 
brothers, the nation of Israel and the nation of Judah. They're supposed to be one, but they have different doctrine. They have different concepts. They have different beliefs. But notice that God included them both in his salvation plan. And it was the same for each and every one. The way it had to go was that every person would have to take turns with themselves. They're going to have to understand themselves. They're going to have to know what their calling is. What we're called to do is spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, to go about telling anybody and everybody, anybody that we meet, every opportunity that we have, that Jesus is the Lord and Savior, and there's no way to God except that you go through him. And when you're preaching this word, it says, and I will come near to you to judge. Judgment. He's going to come near to us for judgment. What does that mean? And I will be swift witness, a swift witness against the sorcerers and against the adulterers and against false swearers and against those that oppress the hireling in his way. Meaning that you tell a guy you're going to pay a certain thing and you're able to pay it, you pay it. You don't jab him. You don't take, take advantage of him. Then it says you don't take advantage of the will and the fatherless. And that turn aside the stranger from his right. Meaning, don't take advantage of people that you don't know. And fear not me. See, these people that he's talking about, they don't fear him. These adulterers, these liars, these cheats. They don't fear God. But he says, don't do that. Then he says, for I am the Lord. I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob, you sons of Jacob, are not consumed. Meaning that I made an agreement with you. If you want to know more about that agreement and why it applies here, go to the first book of James and you'll find it there. Even from the days of your fathers, you are gone away from mine ordinances and have not kept them. Return unto me, and I will keep them. In other words, Repent, change from your wicked ways, and go back to his ways. And he says he'll come back to you, me, and anybody else. Then it goes on in the eighth verse. It says, "Well, man robbed God, yet have you robbed me?" But you say, "Wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings, ye are cursed with a curse." For you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. Improve me now therein with, saith the Lord of hosts. And if I will not open you, the windows of heaven, may not open up the windows of heaven for you and pour out a blessing, that there shall be no room to be for you to receive now let's just move forward a little bit here let's go to the book of Acts we can supersize this agreement that God made freely you have received freely you give give sparely reap sparely give abundantly reap abundantly see that can be supersized it's all up to you me and everybody else so bring the tithes 
Why? Because the church takes care of those people that believe in Jesus Christ. You don't have to have a membership in a club or a social organization to be accepted by Christ and to be taken care of by Christ. That's what this is talking about here in the 10th verse of the third chapter of Malachi. And then in the 11th verse it says, And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. In other words, you can't be fooled and tricked out of what God has for you. Then it says, all nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome. And in today's world, that means delightful land. I mean, you're going to be uh, like the United States is. Everybody wants to get to the United States. Everybody wants to come to the United States, the land of prosperity. And yet those that of us that are here, a lot of us have given in to the deception of Satan. A lot of us have turned away from God and sought our own methods and our own means of gain. But you see, God is a good God. God is a very good God. He gives according to his will, not your will. He gives according to your efforts toward his kingdom, not your kingdom. Then he goes on to say, your words have been stout against me. Now that word stout means harsh. You have spoken much against me. What have we spoken, you say? What have we spoken so much against thee? You have said, it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept his ordinances and that we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts and now we call the proud happy. Yeah. They that work wickedness are set up. Yeah. They that tempt God are even delivered. Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. Remember, he says, meditate upon the word day and night. Mm -hmm. This is making reference to that. And then he goes on to say in the verse 17 of the third chapter of Malachi, And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts. In that day, when I make up my jewels, I remember God is seeing us as jewels here, when you do what he says and how he said it. And I will spare them as a man spares his own son that serveth him. What's he talking about? All have sinned and fallen short of the glory, glory of God. And the only thing that he expects us to do is to repent and turn to him. And he'll protect us. What are you talking about, preacher? Saying that Jesus, like, let's go to the New Testament here. Jesus said in that day, many are going to come to me and say, Lord, we casted our demons in your name. We healed the sick in your name. And Jesus said, I know you not to work with love and nicotine. Get away from me. What are you talking about, preacher? 
He's talking about don't take the name of God in, in vain. Don't wear the name of Christian so that you can take advantage of people, misuse people, and mislead people, including yourself. What did Paul say to Timothy when he wrote it? Remember this, my son Timothy. Remember this. Preach the gospel in season and out of season. And in doing so, you will save yourself first and then those that yet. Hmm? Are you with me? Then what did he say in the 17th and 18th? Then shall you return and discern between the righteousness and the righteous, brother, and the wicked, between him that serves God and him that serveth him not. So I say to you today, the life that you have, the power of your tongue, has the ability to control what happens in your life. I say to you and submit to you today that everyone stands in contempt as far as God is concerned. We all have done wrong. We all need to do right. So we got to get ourselves out of the storm, but we can't do it ourselves. The storm is passing over. Time is winding up. People are leaving in the droves, young and old. Fires throughout the world. Storms throughout the world. What did Jesus say in Revelation? When you see wars and rumors of wars, the time is not yet, but it's the beginning. When you see the seasons change, the only way you will be able to know the difference is by the burden of the tree. Hmm? Time is not yet, but the end is near. Every one of us has the opportunity to teach, to teach Jesus to another one if we believe. The storm is passing over. And guess what? Only those that believe in God through Jesus Christ will be saved. Even in tribulation times, men will seek after riches and gold, silver, material acquisitions. And they would rather for the mountains to fall on them and die and keep their stuff rather than to accept Jesus. That's the reality and that's a fact. But this is a fact also. All that shall be saved, all shall be saved that call upon the name of Jesus. Where are you in your life today? Where are you in your spirituality? Where are you in your Christianity? Remember now, Christianity means you have Christ-like qualities that you exhibit daily. Hmm? Fruit of the Spirit, yes. Kind, gentleness, understanding, patience, temperance, long-suffering, joy. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to take up the whole mind of God? See, God promised you a gift of the Holy Ghost. All you have to do is confess him with your tongue and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and he, you will be saved. That's his promise. And then he made it another promise. The spirit of truth when he's come, the Holy Ghost, he's a gift. I'm giving him to you. There's nothing you have to do except for accept him. But you can't grieve him. You can't make him ashamed. Hmm. 
Because that's your protection. That's your armor in force. Supersize. And everybody's got an opportunity to say to the storms in their lives, peace be still. In the mighty name of Jesus. Remember when Jesus said that you all did these things in my name? It wasn't that you had any power. It was that my name healed. It was my name that delivered. It was not your understanding, your material acquisition or your wealth, not your intellectual prowess or intellectual ability, but it was my name. And it will serve us well, each and every person on this planet that preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, everybody that confesses Christ as the Lord and Savior is a preacher, you see? He said, because go out and make disciples. How are you going to make a disciple unless you know what you're talking about? What is a disciple? Somebody that follows the precepts and concepts of the one that they worship, and that our world is Jesus Christ. So consider that today. Consider it. And keep in mind that you are Jews in God's house. Every single person, even the children of Satan, can be saved. That's right. Uh-huh. Everybody's not God's child. Everybody's God's creation, but everybody's not God's child. How we know that? Because what did Jesus say? When he's talking to one of the Pharisees at one point at the temple, he said, You're not, your father did the same thing. They do the will of my father, because if they did the will of my father, they would know me. And so would you. But you're doing the same thing. You're the sons of Satan. You see? But God also said, Whosoever will call upon my name shall be saved. So you see, the sons of Satan can be saved as well as anybody else. Think about it. Keep the light and the dark make 
This is the Broadcast Crusade Across America International Show Program, otherwise known as DCAA International. The program is here each and every day for each and every person on the planet to confess their sins and accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Now, those Bible studies, a lot of times, you know, I'll say things that people don't agree with and don't understand. For example, when I said in Revelation. Now, what I meant by that was the whole New Testament is the Revelation. It's the revelation of all of the things that were set forth in the Old Testament. And the book of Revelation and that new revelation breaks it down for the future. But the whole New Testament is the revelation of Christ. It is the revelation. It's revealed in all the things that were promised. It's revealed in all the things that are expected. It's revealing all of the things that one needs to understand to proclaim himself as a Christian. And I say to you this morning, every tub must stand on his own bottom. That's what the old people used to say when I was a young child. That means you're responsible for yourself, not your parents. You know, the Jews have a bar mitzvah. You get to be 12 years old. It's not on your parents anymore, your conduct, your activities. It's on you. But Jesus says, suffer little children to come. Don't suffer little children to come unto him. Don't stop them. So you see, even that was changed. Whenever you become a Christian, whenever you claim Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what race or ethnicity you are. Doesn't matter what color or language you speak, or you are. Every knee must bow, and every tongue must confess that Jesus is the Lord and Savior. He promised that precious gift, the gift of the Holy Ghost, which Jesus says the world can't receive because they can't stand. Ask Him to come into your life. Study the scriptures to show yourself approved and desired. Rightly divide in the word of truth. For the fulfillment of the kingdom of God. Not the filling of your pockets or bank accounts. How hard it is for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle, Jesus said. With men, these things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So if you find yourself in a precarious predicament and situation, just turn to Jesus, open your Bible, and he promised that he'll save you and help you.